I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello here and welcome again to another edition of Husker Chat Live. Sean Callahan. I'm still here, and I promise I know a lot of questions about what's going on. I will get to all of that later this afternoon. Husker Online is still here. I'm still here, um, and I know there are a lot of questions. and We'll get to all that later at another time, but I uh, want to bring you first, um, and we, we, we're going to continue to keep doing these uh, here on the Husker Online YouTube channel, um, and we'll stream on um, our Husker Online Twitter, our Husker Online uh, Facebook page as well. But Husker Chat Live brought to you by Sandhills Global powered by ABM, and we like to catch up with the newcomers. Today, uh, we're pleased to be joined uh, by one of the newest transfer portal members of the team, defensive lineman, Stefan Wynn Jr. Stefan, uh, it's really a great great to get a chance to talk to you. I'm looking forward uh, to this interview. Um, I know a lot of Nebraska fans have yet to hear your story, so we're uh, really looking forward to the chance here to catch up with you. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Well, yeah, let's get into it. I mean, you've played at Alabama the last four years mm-hmm. and you made the decision to transfer to Nebraska. You have two remaining years of eligibility left. Um, what went into it? I mean, what what, what was kind of your thought process to try to find a new home uh, for your final two years of potential eligibility? Well, you know, playing here at the University of Alabama, one thing that, you know, you're, you're going to have when you come here is you're going to win. And, you know, that's a dream come true to be a part of a winning program here, uh, winning national championship. You know, I've done things here that a lot of people didn't get to have any kind of chance to do. So that's really was a blessing for me being here. Um, right now, I'm at the point in my career where I still believe in myself and believe that I have a chance to play at the next level. And I just wanted to put myself in the best situation possible to give myself the opportunity to play at the next level. And I feel like Nebraska was the best place to present that opportunity for me. So to clarify, you went through spring practice there, right, at Alabama? And then yes, you made sir. the decision after the spring ended. Yes, sir. And, you know, a program like Alabama, and you were in a high school program, IMG Academy, that brought in great talent year after year. What's it like at Alabama? Because you know they're bringing in the number one ranked recruiting class every year. I mean, is every uh, January or May when new guys come, I mean, I'm sure it's, it's such a competitive environment. Kind of describe what it's like every offseason when – the new crop of players would come into a place like Alabama? Well, the main thing is, uh, like, don't get me wrong, like you have a lot of new guys coming in, but it doesn't mean they're coming in and you're just going to, you know, go ahead of you. It's still a grind. Everybody has to play hard. Everybody has to work hard, you know, and it's really, as a competitor and as to love the game of football, it's really what you want. You want to you want to be competitive. You want to compete against the best if you want to be the best. So I want to be the best. You want to compete against the best. And Alabama's going to bring that out of you because now it's not a day you go by where you can just go in and just half practice or half workout or, you know, because then you'll get passed up and then the young guys get ahead of you. So you got to stay on the grind each and every day and just, just try to be the best you can be and not try to worry about being anybody else. Really just compete with yourself. What was a fall camp there like? I have to imagine in, in August practices when jobs are on the line, um, mm-hmm. 
how much live work would you guys do at a place like that and, and how intense would it get when the competition for, for spots would be at a place like Alabama? Competition was definitely the number one thing. Um, you know, uh, fall practice is definitely nothing easy about them. You know, we're going out there every day and it's going to be dog days and you, you got to bring it every day or you're not going to have a good day and you're going to drop yourself on the depth chart. Um, it's definitely open competition. You know, nobody's spot is really secure in camp. You know, it's really the best of the best. Whoever plays best consistently are the ones who are going to play. So basically, it's really a job mentality. You know, every day I got to come in and just give it all I got or somebody else is going to take my spot. Give me a good Nick Saban story. When you were there playing for him, um, I mean, give me kind of like something that jumped out right away about him and, and how hands-on was a guy like that on in that program when you were there? Oh, Coach Saban's hands on. I mean, he's a he's a defensive coach. So like he sits in all the meetings. He's in the front row of all the meetings. You know, he's gonna voice his opinion in the meetings. Um on the field, I think maybe my freshman year, my first spring, um, I didn't I got out of my gap or something. He just, you know, he yelled at me. It was kind of kind of surprised that like, you know, Coach Saban just like out of all people in that play, he just seen me and was just like he said my name was just it was kind of it wasn't funny at the time, but now I look back at it, it was just funny, you know, just him hearing him calling me out in the middle of play during practice. <laughs> We're joined here by uh, Nebraska Alabama defensive line transfer Stefan Wynn Jr. Uh, his first full interview he's given here since he's been at Nebraska. He's actually not in Lincoln yet. He'll be here soon though. Mm -hmm. uh, We're at Husker Chat Live. With Husker Online, I'm Sean Callahan. We're brought to you by Sandhills Global, powered by ABM. Uh, got about 137 people watching us live right now, and that number is growing every minute. If you have questions that you want to ask or comments you want to make, type them in. We'll put the good comments up on the screen. We're going to take questions, and we're going to get to those questions here briefly. Uh, but, Stefan, um, I want to ask you about Nebraska first and, and the recruiting process that you had. Um, mm -hmm. Number one, when you went in the portal, I know defensive linemen are at a premium uh, because we've seen guys, you know, when they go in, the number of offers they get as defensive linemen. What was it like that first week when you went in the portal? How much attention, calls, DMs were you getting from schools at that point? Uh, the first few days was pretty hectic. Um, I, it was a couple of times I had to turn my phone off just because I just wanted some peace, you know, just to be able just to think and just wrap my mind around everything. Um, but, yeah, it was pretty hectic at first. Um and then, you know, really just it slowed down as I started to, you know, trim my list up into just a select amount of schools. And I planned to take visits because it was a fast turnaround from the end of the spring. I think I ended up around the 20th, maybe somewhere around there to now to where it's like I had to enroll into a program. So I tried to limp, tried to cut it off pretty fast and uh, make a decision, go take visits, make a decision because I want to enroll, you know, in the summer program. And I don't want to miss a beat you know, going in somewhere else. We know you took an official visit to Nebraska and I believe Georgia Tech. Were there any other official visits that you took? I took a, I took a visit. My first visit was to Texas Tech. I went to Texas Tech, Georgia Tech, and then Nebraska. So why those three schools? Was it was it strictly opportunity that they had, um, you know, for playing time? I mean, is that did you kind of zone in on depth charts? Did you have uh, kind of like looking into that stuff for you so you kind of knew the situations at each school? I mean, I kind of did, but in, like I'm still, a, you know, I have a comparative mindset. I don't want nothing given to me. So, I mean, I looked at that stuff as far as, you know, opportunity to play for those schools. And 
I just feel like all of those schools just had something different to offer as far as, you know, all of them could, I feel like I could have benefited from as far as, you know, what goals and dreams I'm trying to achieve. But I just felt something different from once I visited the Lincoln compared to other places. It just felt something different, felt more homey. It felt like something that I'm used to as far as, you know, how Lincoln is compared to Tuscaloosa. Something I'm used to, and I just felt like I could fit in right away and just, you know, just come in and help out the program. Hi, it's Sean Callahan with Husker Online. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right. A company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones and see what we find. Learn more at uscellular.com slash built for us. Yeah. What, um, when you talk about relationships, who was your point person at Nebraska? I mean, who was the coach, um, that you really connected with and kind of dealt with throughout the process? Uh, really mostly coach Dawson as well as, uh, coach Nader. Those are the guys I talk to the most. Um, and then also, you know, meeting coach Frost and coach Frost is one of the guys who like, you know, he's going to talk to you and like just being able to talk, have a relationship with your head coaches is wow, you know, and that's something you rarely see as far as like coach head coaches being so hands on as far as, you know, talking to players and stuff and building relationships with them, like personal relationships with them. And that was a big thing for me. And that was like something that this I haven't you know seen before. And it was huge, you know, just bonding and talking to those guys and just talking football. And because I'm a guy who's, you know, I'm not this my recruiting process was different from from how uh, high school uh, senior recruiting process. I've been in college four years, so I'm more mature as far as, you know, what I want to do as far as why I'm choosing the school. And they understood that. And we all had, you know, great talks and great conversations. You, you um, look at this defensive line now you're walking into, there's a lot of new guys coming in. Oshan Mathis from TCU, uh, Devin Drew from Texas Tech, and then you from Alabama. And there's some established guys returning like Ty Robinson and Garrett Nelson. When you look at this defensive line now with the, the new additions and what is returning, how good do you think this group potentially could be? I think we could be really good and, you know, actually do some big things in the Big Ten. Um, you know, I haven't really connected with any of those guys yet, but hopefully I can, you know, we're pretty soon and we could just, you know, all of us seem like, you know, pretty much all of us are older. So not really a younger group, it's more of an older, more mature group. So we could be more as far as leaders on the team and then also just have a, a mindset of coming in every day, like this is a job, you know, we're gonna compete every day, we're gonna bring it and give it all every day. We're not gonna take days off because that's the best way you can to be most successful. When when you talk about roles, what did they say? Like what's kind of just the blueprint? Like this is where we want you to play. We kind of envision this many snaps per game that you can give us because we want to have a healthy rotation of guys that can go in and out. I mean, what was kind of the thought process on the role for Stefan Wynn? Oh, right now, uh, I believe I can play nose and I can also play uh, a tackle position. So I feel like I can play either one of those. Um, you know, role-wise, I just want to, you know, once I get in, I want to compete, you know, work as hard as I can and just have the biggest role as I can. I want to be a big contributor to the team. I want to do everything I can to help change this program, turn this program around, and, you know, get back on the winning winning side of things. 
And on the same weekend, um, one of your teammates at Alabama, Kane Williams, came here. And I thought this was funny. Um, on Husker Online, you know, we interviewed Kane when he committed. Mm-hmm. And he said that we didn't, I didn't even know that Stefan was going to be there. And then I think you guys both were you on the same plane or just saw you got picked up together or something. And- well, we did, when we got there, we did pretty much all like the touring and everything, all the meals and stuff together. We talked about it. Um, he told me he was visiting Nebraska, and I told him I was considering, but we didn't plan to be there at the same time. It kind of just happened that way. But uh, it was kind of cool seeing somebody, you know, I've known, you know, we played ball together, and now we're going to play ball together again at another place. So it was definitely exciting and, you know, kind of fun. And you have another interesting connection to Nebraska. Um, you grew up with Trey and Bryce McGowns, and mm-hmm. we on Husker Online on our podcast channel did their podcast the last uh, few years. Um, speak of your relationship with Trey and Bryce, because I, I do think that's a really interesting connection that you had to Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me and those guys, um, we really grew up like brothers. Um, our fathers played football together at Clemson. And um, around maybe seven, eight years old, we they re, we all reconnected and you know, started playing travel basketball together. Me and Trey did. And then our younger brothers, they started playing together as well. And our family ties are just so close. And it was like just a big family. Like his parents are like my second parents. My parents like their second parents. We used to stay the night. You know, we just really grew up together. And we grew up like brothers. And we watched each other grow into young, you know, men. We're not no kids anymore. We're men now. And it's just been fun. I'm so excited for those guys. I'm excited for Bryce and his next opportunity at the next level, as well as Trey. You know, I know how much work those guys have put in you know, to get to the way they are now. And it's just so – it's an exciting time for us right now. And, you know, you you grew up in South Carolina, but you attended IMG Academy for one or two years? Uh, one year. What what went into that decision? Because I, I know guys, um, you know, have done that everywhere, and I'm sure mm-hmm. that wasn't easy to leave your high school. But, what, you know, when you went and played at IMG, was that an experience that was beneficial for you? And, and what did you do or what did you learn just from going down to a place like that? Because – you're isolated. I know you're away from your family. You don't, I don't even know if you could tech, you know, you, can you leave the campus? I mean, like, I'm sure that was a big change of life for you um, mm-hmm. to go to IMG Academy as well when you were a high school kid. Yes, yeah, sir. It was, it was a big change. Um, I made that decision basically because, you know, I wanted to be the best I can possibly be at playing football. It's something I love to do. And I feel like IMG was the place that gave me opportunity to develop more as a defensive lineman and develop more, you know, not far as, you know, just playing-wise, but also knowledge of the game and IQ of the game. And it definitely opened my eyes up to, you know, when I went to college, I had to learn. You know, I didn't really have to relearn time management. I didn't have to learn getting up early for class or getting up early for workouts. You know, those are stuff that IMG had prepared prepared us for. And so going to college from there, I was definitely ready and ahead of a lot of other freshmen on a few things, especially like time management and just scheduling-wise. And you know, knowing my days and just staying ahead of everything. We're joined here by Stefan Wynn Jr., um, one of Nebraska's 15 transfer players that will be coming in um, here on Husker Chat Live. I'm going to start getting to some of these questions. Uh, Sean Callahan here with Husker Online. Uh, we're brought to you by Sandhills Global, powered by ABM. Um, I do want to ask you this right away. You're not in Lincoln yet, right? No, sir. Uh, so when do you get to town and – I assume you'll begin workouts immediately. Yes, sir. Um, sometime next week, I plan on getting to town. Um, still, you know, have some stuff I have to 
finish up as far as, you know, applying for grad school and getting admitted into the school and all that stuff. But, yeah, sometime next week I should be getting into town. All right, let's get to some of the questions. Uh, the first question here um, I want to get to. What was it like playing for Alabama? But most importantly, what jersey number are you going to rock at Nebraska? Uh, and what did you wear at Alabama, I guess? Was I, wore, I, wore, I wore number 90 at Alabama. So you hope uh, for that again here? Or? Yeah, that's the goal. I mean, I, the 90 is something I've just, you know, I've worn over the years since high school. Um, I haven't really thought much into the number. You know, I was kind of raised on the player. The number doesn't make the player. The player makes the number. So, you know, just give me a jersey and we can go from there. <laughs> I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. Next question is from Aswar, and he wants to know what made you pick Nebraska over other schools? And I will tell you, you really played uh, the recruiting process close to the vest, like I felt like, I mean, you didn't, you didn't do interviews, right, during the whole no, deal. And no, so nobody, nobody had a clean read on what you were doing. I mean, I felt like Georgia Tech people thought they had you. Um, so I'm sure, you know, it, it was pretty close. I mean, what made Nebraska the team that, that broke ahead? Oh, uh, really? Just taking the visit to Nebraska. And I was just, you know, my eyes was really open. Because, you know, when you first think of Nebraska, you've never been there. I'm from a small town in South Carolina. You know, you hear about Nebraska, you like, there's nothing that really out there. And then once I got there, it was a big city, a big town. I was like, wow, that's a lot, of, a lot of opportunity here. And then just, you know, the fans, the fan base is so big there. And then, you know, you know, the, the sellout game street, and just a lot of that stuff went into my decision as well as, you know, the program. And I believe in the program, believe in Coach Frost and the things that he's doing there at Nebraska. And I just seen a lot of opportunities that could benefit me on and off the field there. Um, how far are you pretty close to I mean did you graduate are you pretty close to graduation uh, I already graduated I graduated last May Mass May so you've already got are you starting a master's program here at Nebraska yeah I plan to start a master's program there yes sir smart man all right um, next question here um, regarding games it's from Dakota on our YouTube channel uh, what game are you most excited for this upcoming season and welcome to Nebraska uh, the first really the first game, honestly, um, going to Ireland, I and mean, that's kind of crazy to think about. I've never, you know, been out of the country before. So there's going to be a different experience. That's exciting. You know, it's, and it's my, it would be my first game, you know, playing for a new school, you know, a new program. And I just want to be the best I could be there. So it's, that's, that's pretty much the game I'm most excited for, the first game. You have your passport yet? No, nah, not yet, but we're working on it. Yeah, I was going to say, they better get going on that passport. We got to make – they got to make sure uh... – they get you over to Ireland, all right. Yes, sir. Um, let's see. Moving on here uh, to some more questions um, regarding leadership. And this is from Demp on the YouTube channel. Um, the D-line needs some veteran leadership due to a lot of the departures. 
what will you bring to the table in terms of leadership? Do you consider yourself like a vocal guy, a lead by example guy? I mean, describe your leadership skills. Um, mostly I've been a lead by example guy, but you know, I'm okay with leading, you know, vocally, but I'm most of a guy is you're going to see me bring in every day. You're going to see me come in and I'm going to, you know, give it my all each and every day. And, you know, that's something like, you know, as a freshman at Bama, when I've seen guys doing that, that's something you want to follow. So that's something I'm going to bring to the table, you know, coming to Nebraska, come from Alabama, you know, somewhere I've just been developed and been trained to, you know, come in each and every day like it's a job. Your job is on the line. You got to give it all, give it your all or you're going to lose your job. So that's the mindset that I'm going to come in each and every day. And hopefully, you know, I can lead others to thinking that way as well. And we can all, you know, be on the same page as far as, you know, it's a job and we got to grind. You know, there's no days off. All right. Let's bring in this question from Luke Larson. It's great to have you here at Nebraska. The question, what goals do you have for this season, both individually and as a team? Uh, goals individually, you know, I really just want to be the best I can be. You know what I'm saying? I want to come, come in. I'm going to work my butt off, do everything I can to help as far as, you know, be the best player I can be and be hopefully we be the best team we can be. And whatever that leads us, it leads us, you know. We're going to work hard. You know, hopefully we all get on the same page and just turn this thing around. And, you know, I know they had a lot of close games last season, like one-score games that could have went the other way. Hopefully this year we can turn those games around and turn those L's into wins. All right. This is another question from Husker Talk. Um, welcome to Nebraska, Stefan. We're thrilled to have you. With that being said, uh, and Husker fans, get down to the details. What's your max bench and your max squat? Max bench and max squat. Uh, I haven't really maxed in a long time. It's especially bench press, just off my chest. Um, we used to use the board, the little two-block boards. The most I've done on that is probably around 500. Um, Squat-wise, somewhere probably in the 600s, I, I would imagine, five, 600s. You'll learn quickly that um, Nebraska is a big squat place. That they put a lot of weight on the bar. So when you, uh, I'll be curious your impressions when you go in that weight room and see the eight plates going on the bar on some of those guys. Yeah, that's gonna be it's gonna be kind of crazy. <laughs> um, m- moving on here, um, got another question regarding scheme, and this is from Seth Williamson on the YouTube channel. Wants to know. Welcome to Husker Nation. Go Big Red. Hey Sean, ask him about the DL scheme. Four-man versus three-man. Um, and you kind of got into this. On a four-man, can you play both inside spots on a four-man? And then on a three-man, can can you do all three? Or would you prefer the nose or one, one of the outside defensive ends in a three-man look? Four-man look, I definitely can play, you know, both interior spots. You know, I've, I've played both interior spots. Three-man, I've played nose. And then, you know, the, really I can play the end spots as well. You know, I can play from a four, I have a five three tech, a two out zero, really all the way down. Only position where I really didn't play is because I'm a big person. It's really, you know, a seven technique on a tight end or something like that, or a nine, a wide nine. I really didn't play much of those. But anywhere from a five all the way down, I can play any of those positions. At Alabama, how many uh, championship rings did you win, national title rings? Well, we won one national title in my time here. We played in three, lost two of them, won one. So what kind of um, hardware do you own, like, from all those championship games, bowl games? And, I mean, what does your gear closet look like? Because all these different games and things, you probably have quite a bit of uh, swag 
Now, you can't probably, you can't probably wear it anymore, but you, I'm sure you want to hold on to a lot of it. Well, as far as rings go, you only get rings if you know you win a championship. So, like this past year, we only got one ring because we won the SEC championship game. So, I have quite a few rings, you know, from different championships. Um, gear wise, yeah, I have a ton of Bama gear. Um, jerseys, you know, a lot of jerseys because we get jerseys, you know, in the bowl games, you get to keep those jerseys. Yeah, I have a lot of. I have a pretty quite a amount of closet full of stuff. What um NIL at Alabama? I'm curious, like, what was it like there? I mean, we've heard I won't I won't get into Saban versus uh, Jimbo Fisher stuff um that went on recently, but you know, were there a lot of opportunities? I mean, and was it a lot of it organic? I mean, how how would you describe the NIL um there? Because there's plenty of players that obviously would command great NIL opportunity out of Alabama. I mean, it's Alabama, you know, and then you're winning all the time. It's always number one team in the country. And everybody wants a piece of it. So there's plenty of opportunity there. Um, it's just really you got to choose what's best for you. You know, you don't want to just jump into something, jump into a, a deal with anybody and not know what you're getting into. So you really got to be smart about what you're doing and do your research and what you're trying to do. But, yeah, it was plenty of opportunity here at Alabama as far as NIL is concerned. So will you take your national championship ring up to Lincoln and show those guys what a what it looks like to, to win one of those suckers? No, I'm not going to take them up there, but, you know, I'm just going to bring the mentality that I've had of winning one. I'm going to bring that there, and hopefully that can rub off on some of the guys and we can, you know, get our own rings together. Okay, another question, and it kind of goes on this about throwing up the bones. Number one, do you know what a black shirt is? Uh, I've heard a couple of stories. I don't know, you know, the full details into it, but I've heard a few stories about it. So the starting defense at Nebraska, and this goes all the way back to the 1960s, gets mm-hmm. identified in practice with black jerseys. Mm-hmm. And the tradition, um, you know, an honor to get a black shirt. Um, but the other, um, their, their symbol is a, a skull and crossbones. And mm-hmm. the question uh, we got here, um, and I'll, I'll, I'll piggyback off this from D. He wants you to throw up the bones. Can you throw up the bones for the first time as a Husker? Oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. All right, there we go. So we got to do it one more time um, so the fans can see you throw the – all right, so we got his first official throw the bones on Husker Chat Live here on Husker Online, on our Husker Online YouTube channel. Um, Brett wants to know, and let's go back to the McGowns, how much did they influence your decision? I mean, did they did they kind of like um, – I've spent a lot of time with Trey and Bryce. I'm sure they, they kind of told you where to go, where to get wings and mm-hmm. you know, all, all the hookups and things you need to know in town here. Well, the crazy thing is they actually was in town when I was there for my official visit. And me and Trey, our birthdays are one day apart. And his birthday was that Sunday and my birthday was that Monday. So we was down there around the time of my birthday. So we did get a chance to connect and, you know, just, you know, fellowship together, hang out a little bit and talk things over. And, you know, they gave me a scoop a little bit on things in Nebraska and things that should try in Lincoln. But um, they didn't really, you know, just try to persuade me. They just, you know, gave me some ideas and some thoughts of their experiences there. Did you watch Bryce and Trey play then? I mean, w- when you could? I mean, they'd be on Big Ten Network a lot, so I'm, I'm sure mm-hmm. you could get those. Did you try to keep up with their games a little bit even? Yes, sir, definitely. I mean, we're like family and my brothers. I got to, you know, try to support them and keep up with them. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. 
Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. We're talking here with Stefan Wynn Jr. on Husker Chat Live. Um, moving through the questions here. Tim Sheridan on the YouTube channel here on Husker Online wants to know, how does the defense at Nebraska differ scheme-wise from Alabama? Well, so far, from talking to the coaches in Nebraska, it's, it's pretty similar as far as they play some three down and they also play some four down, which we did both at Bama. So it's pretty similar. Um, the terminology is going to be a little different, but, you know, that's you know, to give us two different places. But the scheme-wise, it's pretty similar. So hopefully, you know, it will kind of be – not as hard to transfer over as far as terminology-wise. Let's see, moving through um, the questions here. Um, question from Andy Harris on the Husker Online YouTube channel about the Big Ten. Uh, the Big Ten is a running league. Watching your film, it looks like um, you take on the guard in the center and push them into the running lanes. Is that what um, you were taught to do to blow up run plays when you were at Alabama? Uh, you know, taught to play your gap. You know, you got to control your gap in Alabama. And that's what I was taught. And then that's what I tried to the best of my ability. And then if that, you know, blows the play up, then it blows the play up. But I'm got to do my job first and then locate the ball. Colin has a comment and a question about the transfers at Nebraska. Did the large number of transfers, 15 to be exact, um, coming to Nebraska this year play a factor in your decision knowing that, there was going to be a lot of new blood coming in and you were going to be a part of that? Uh, not really. I wouldn't say that they were bringing a lot of transfers influenced my decision. No, it was mostly just, you know, being around the staff and being around their vision and being around, you know, their dreams and goals for their program. That was mostly the things that, you know, went into my decision as far as influencing me to decide to go there. All right. Let's bring in this question from the YouTube channel on Husker Online from Robert Halby. Um, Welcome, Stefan. Looking forward to your arrival. What do you feel is your ideal playing weight, and, and what is your current height and weight right now? Right now I'm around about 6'4", about 300 pounds. Um, right now this is pretty much why I want to play it, around 295 to 300, somewhere in that area. That's probably This is the lightest I've been as far career-wise, and I feel like this is the best weight I play at. So this is what I'm trying to stay at. Brett. Um, on the Husker Online YouTube channel, Brett Jadwin. Um, did O'Shawn committing to Nebraska impact you at all, just knowing maybe a guy like that's going to draw attention and it's going to give people on the inside more opportunity? And, and what do you know about O'Shawn uh, Mathis? Um, I don't really know him too well yet. I haven't met him yet. Um, I do know I heard about him, you know, blowing up and, you know, being a really good player. But um, I wouldn't say that that played uh, a influenced my decision. I mean, it's definitely, you know, I want to play with other good players, other great players. So that's definitely was, you know, it's also cool to look at it that way. But, you know, I don't I don't really know him as, as well at this point in time. Got a question from Nate Knee on the Husker Online YouTube channel. What's your major and post-football, what is your dream job? Well, I got my undergrad degree at the University of Alabama in exercise science. And I want to mostly get my master's in um, sports administration. My dream job post-football is to coach football. You know, I've been around the game 
my entire life. And it's just something that I have, you know, I really don't know how to live without the game. So hopefully whenever I'm done playing, I want to get into coaching. And really, I want to be a, become one day a college defensive line coach. So that's my dream job. So when you get done playing, are you going to try to pursue like a graduate assistant or intern position somewhere? And I'm sure you got a lot of connections with with your time yes. in Alabama because they have a lot of turnover with coaches moving on every year. And a lot of those coaches coach at other places. So yes, sure you've got some, uh, lines in the water at, at a number of programs already. Yeah, that's the best. That's the most important thing is, you know, making connections with different coaching staffs and different coaches because you never know who a coach is one day that might give you your first opportunity. So. Yeah, that's what I'll, that's my dream once I get done playing is, you know, getting into coaching. And I've got a question. I don't know if you know the answer to this, but you have two years of eligibility left. Did you come here saying, hey, if I do my business, I'll be here just one year? Are you thinking like, you know what, I need two years here to get reps and, and film? Um, do you have a thought process on that or is it way too early to start thinking that? Whatever God blesses me with. I just want to come in do all I can to be the best I can be and, you know, be a contributor to the team and, if God blesses me to have opportunity to move on after one year, then that's his decision. Um, if it needs two years, and that's also his decision, whatever he blesses me with. Um, got a question from Brett, and he joked, in 20 years when you retire um, from the NFL, you'll come back and coach the Blackshirts. How's that sound? It sounds great to me. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what do you know about the Big Ten, by the way? I mean, you were in the SEC, so – you know, I, I I have to think like, yeah, you, you respect the Big Ten, but you've practiced with Alabama every day. You've played in SEC games. I'm sure at this point in your life, you know, you're you feel like you're ready for any challenge. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir, I am. I'm just ready, ready for the opportunity to be, you know, do the best I can be, and just you know, have an opportunity to contribute to a program as much as I can, and just be, you know, a leader on a team and be somebody who is you know, looked at as a leader and looked up to. That's the type of role that I'm ready to uh, be in right now. During your time in Alabama, there were a lot of good players there. Who was the best guy you played with? I mean, whether it was practice games, like who was the guy that you're like, God, that's the best football player I've ever seen in person? Uh, I mean, which position are we looking at here? <laughs> I mean, overall. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I guess um, – Quarterback, I mean, quarterback would be Bryce, right? I mean, all the quarterbacks, that I, all of them brought something different to the table. Um, all of them had different skill sets. I mean, Bryce is doing some special things. It's hard not to go with Bryce. He won the Heisman his first year as a starter. So Bryce has done some special stuff at Alabama. Best running back? Uh, probably Najee. Yeah. Najee Harris. Najee was – he was so big and so athletic at his size. He just he did a lot of great things at his size. And it was hard to I remember one day in one of the spring practices, we had him wrapped up in the backfield, about four or five of us. We all hit him and had him wrapped up and somehow he broke away and scored. It was crazy. And that's what it was like every day, I'd imagine, right? Yeah, it was it was every day. I mean, everybody goes crazy over the hurdle he had against Notre Dame. But to us, that was just something he did every day. Like he hurdled people in practice. <laughs> and you know, when I, we talk to old Nebraska players that were around when they won championships, they would tell you the practices were harder than the games. I mean, is that kind of how it was for you too? Yes, yes, sir. Practice was way harder than the games. But you know, it prepares you. Practice hard, hard, practicing hard prepares you for the games to make the games easier. So practice was definitely harder than the games. 
Well, Stefan, I could talk to you all day. This has been a great interview. Um, we really appreciate your time uh, joining us on Husker Chat Live. I know a lot of Nebraska fans are excited to see you in Lincoln and looking forward to um, seeing you on that week zero game in Ireland. Yes, sir. I'm excited for the opportunity. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting to Lincoln and hitting the ground running. Well, that wraps it up here uh, for this edition of Husker Chat Live. I'm Sean Callahan of Husker Online. And a reminder, we're brought to you by Sand Hills Global, powered by ABM. For Husker Online, I'm Sean Callahan.